Going without a net. Going without music, apparently, too, because that's not playing. <laughs> oh, it's muted. That's why. Hey, think so, Joe Show, with no music, because I didn't hit the unmute button. Brian Gurnett, the struggle is real is here. The struggle is very real right now, because I didn't realize I had that button muted. <laughs> Hi, Joe. Oh. <laughs> We're um, off to a great oh, I start. A, I got a guitar I can go grab. We can we can jam on something if, if I, need it. Well, you know, my theme music is old Think So Brain stuff that I wrote, so I could literally pluck a guitar in right now <laughs> and play the theme music. In fact, grab a guitar Uh-oh. here. <laughs> we'll just do it acoustic. Yeah. Everyone listening, we are not in the same room right now. There you go. <laughs> There's the theme music. Yeah, no, we are not in the same room. I was uh, just outside, and I don't blame you for not wanting to drive here. <laughs> oh, it was it was slippery like six hours ago. I don't even want to. It's I think we got like seven inches in Hamburg. It is nasty out there. Oh man, Folks, I want to. I went outside. Home. Yeah, I went outside to throw some garbage out yesterday, and I nearly slipped as soon as I got out the door. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm not doing that again. But uh, yeah, so so welcome to the show, Ryan. It's been a while since you've yes graced us with your uh honorable mention yeah. presence probably been like eight or nine months i think it has been a while i think uh i don't know if the last one was when you were here with meredith or when you were here uh when we nope. did the big office meredith, party meredith was the very first time it was i think it was it uh did i hang out after warp tour or was that just the struggle is real episode we did we did the struggle is real episode yeah and then you oh, came yeah you came over and we did some uh posts on the uh on the warped Oh yeah, struggle yes. is real. Uh, because that was, uh, yeah, the whole incident. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Joe. I was on this. Uh, I'm on this. Uh, I was, you know, on, on the post warp tour episode, I, I was, I was commenting on how I believe Kevin Lyman might have been responsible for sabotaging our event, but um, clearly you had your your all WNY award in mind the whole time, and uh, uh, yeah, I know why you didn't record that episode now, Joe, and. Uh, <laughs> Well played. I was, uh, I'm on this uh, uh, podcasting group on Facebook and they're talking about, uh, somebody was like, oh man, I just recorded like four episodes and I can't find the files. And I'm like, yeah, I've been there, done that. (laughs) (laughs) I I know all about that. It's been, it's been done. And I explained the whole, you know, we had Kevin Lyman and we did this whole eight hour broadcast at Warp Tour and it's just poof, gone. Lost. Lost (laughs) to the internet. The people who were probably listening live on uh, a Wednesday at 2 p.m. Uh, were graced with something fantastic. And and you got to remember, we stopped uh, probably about an hour before the Kevin Lyman broadcast. The only indication that we were doing anything was um, you guys might want to tune in to all WNY on like the Twitter page or something or or like one of the Facebook page. I don't know. We, we said something and I don't know if anybody actually tuned in for it. So. That's even more reason to tune into allwny.com. You might be one of, like, four people to hear an interview. You can be the only person on your block, and you get an experience that no one else is ever going to have. It's Uh, gone. Back in the day, you might have accidentally tuned in on a Sunday and and heard a bored wrestling fan on accident. (laughs) That's happened once, at least. (laughs) Like, oh, hey, wait, yes, we are broadcasting. We're just not broadcasting on the right stream. Oops. (laughs) Yeah. So is today's episode uh, the struggle is think so Joe Buffalo music podcast? I suppose we can do that. I, I we suppose can call it. You, we you can, can call it a T sits which is the acronym. <laughs> short. 
You can, uh, so, I'll allow you to bask in the glow of my uh, first uh, place certificate here. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's okay. Uh, yeah, Karina, not feeling well today. You might hear her coughing in the background at some point, I'm sure. Uh, but, uh, but at T sits Jibimpa, we're all winners. Yeah, absolutely. I see you got the uh, the wife's uh, uh, Skype account. You're uh, <laughs> calling. I actually from... I went to I, I saw her was hers and I'm like okay well I gotta log I haven't logged into my own Skype in a really <laughs> long time so I went to log in and I found out that my wife's account is under my email address that I don't even use anymore. Interesting. I told her that she's like really and I'm like I, I had no idea at all. Oh, you know what? Let me read you this. Uh, I got this email. Uh, let me see if I still have I don't still have it open. I'm going to have to open it. Oh, no, no, I do still have it open. Here it is. Uh, dear podcast provider. This is from iTunes. Uh, dear podcast provider, to improve your experience with Apple Podcasts, we want to share the following information and updates. Optimize your show's metadata. The metadata of your show is your product packaging. It includes all of the details about your show, such as title, author name, description, the potential uh, that potential listeners will see on Apple pod, uh, Apple Podcasts. Easy for me to say. Uh, high quality metadata can help your show be discovered and grow your audience, as it ultimately determines whether it appears in relevant user searches. Conversely, poor quality podcast metadata may affect new submissions as well as active shows. To ensure our platform meets Apple's quality standards. Here are some things to avoid, including placeholder text from your hosting provider. For example, descriptions such as podcast by author name, uh, new, web pa new podcast weblog, cover art photo provided by name, or description goes here. Verbatim repetition of the title or author name in the description. For example, The Very Hungry Tourists by Dr. Maria Sanchez and John Appleseed. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> It's a weird example, but okay. It is. Uh, incorporating irrelevant content or spam. For example, show titles like The Very Hungry Tourists, Travel Exposure, excuse me, Travel Explore, Learn, or author names like Dr. Maria Sanchez, Coach, and Travel Enthusiast. Or adding episode numbers in titles. For example, show titles like The Very Hungry Tourists Episode 1, or episode titles like 01, Broken Heirloom. These practices could result in your show being rejected or removed from Apple Podcasts. Now, here's the interesting thing. If anybody uh, follows this show, you know that every single episode title is The Think So Joe Show episode number. <laughs> this is episode number 149, by the way. I have no wow. plan for next week. Joe, you are in so much trouble. I guess, yeah. Uh, you get kicked off of iTunes. Your podcast is, oh my goodness. I'll get you booted. Like your podcast is older than some of the people I'm playing video games with online. Yeah, yeah I, could, I could picture that. <laughs> I, I, I too know that struggle. Completely different games, I'm sure. But <laughs> I, I'm wondering when this Mortal Kombat 11 beta is going to be uh, accessible since I uh, pre-ordered. Oh, let me know when you get that. I'll, I'll, I'll jump in on that. I will. We could, dude, we, we, can, we can stream that online, make, make our own episode. We could. We absolutely could. be tearing your freaking heart out. <laughs> I'm I'm excited. I just saw some. Uh, I saw the Johnny Cage gameplay trailer, and he beats the shit out of Shang Tsung with an Oscar. <laughs> and that's not even his fatality. Uh, <laughs> it's like holy shit! Like damn, uh, I can't I actually, wait for I this game. Much from it yet? Oh, I I'm so excited. Now, now I now I gotta flip over and look at it. I actually downloaded the uh, the Twitch app on my uh, Xbox One so that I could watch the uh, uh, the uh, reveal uh, uh, party that they had. 
they had this, uh, you know, launch oh. party where they revealed some of the gameplay and some of the gameplay mechanics and things like that. And, uh, you know, announced like Ronda Rousey's voicing Sonya Blade. Like, yeah, that's, that's that is. I heard that. That's badass. That's pretty cool. So, do you actually follow like the storyline? Yeah, I uh, see. This is what I'll end up doing is prior to the game's release, I will wind up playing Mortal Kombat 9 and Mortal Kombat X uh, over again just to be caught up on the story. So I know what's going on as soon as I, you know, pick up uh, Mortal Kombat 11 and get into story mode. I don't play online because I'm not good enough to play online. And I, 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 oh, I hate playing fighting games online. I can't do it either. And I've, t- I, you know, I've, I've, seen videos from people who are the same way. They absolutely love Mortal Kombat, but they will not play online because the second you get online, you know, as good as you think you are, you're getting your ass whooped. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I uh, I had a similar experience with Dr. Mario on the Nintendo Wii U. Made me very sad. <laughs> I mean, Here I am, thinking I'm big shit, and then someone with a name with characters that I don't know what they are just beats me in like five seconds you know what's funny is you and i are old enough to have uh, had that arcade experience with some of these games oh yeah where, where you'll go and there's this line around like back in the in the early days of mortal kombat 2 like this line around the machine and then you finally get up and you step up and you know you get your ass whipped in person <laughs> oh absolutely there's usually the one person at the machine who knows what they're doing and like the 20 people who haven't even had a chance to play it yet yeah. just sitting there waiting in line so you can uh have some uh someone beat you in about 40 seconds oh yeah you, you pay your 50 cents you get your ass kicked and you get back in line <laughs> just to do it all over again i always preferred co-op the uh the ninja turtles and simpsons four-player games oh, yeah. always where you can find me i see a lot of people they want those uh they want arcade one up to release those but it's like you gotta get the licenses for those i, I don't think it'll ever happen i know they're they're doing the mortal Kombat one later this year and a couple of other games um but oh, that would be amazing with the Simpsons. They'll they'll release an arcade cabinet at some point. I would hope. Maybe so. when the show's on like season fifty, they'll release a, a special edition. Here we go, brilliant idea. They release a special edition cabinet has every Simpsons game ever in it. Nice. I think when is the, I think the last Simpsons video game was the uh, the EA Sports uh, not, not EA Sports but Electronic Arts one that came out. Jeez, uh, I don't know, two thousand seven. I think that was the last Simpsons game. Man. Let's see. I'm going on. Yeah, 2007, it looks like. Yeah. I, didn't, I, I did not like that game either. You know, I don't think I ever, I don't know if I ever ended up beating it. I might have. I just, no, it was just a weird, th- it was kind of like third person, like with like the camera up in the air, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, I didn't like that one bit. I'm still, uh, Bart versus the Space Mutants and Bart versus the World, I think, were my favorites i I heard bart's nightmare was cool but i never really had a ton of time to play that i remember i mean for any of these games especially the platformers i always remember the controls being just awful i was actually going to say that uh one of my favorites was bart's nightmare Ah. and i never i never really played it back when i had a genesis but then you know through emulation and all that i started getting into it and it's like oh man this game's actually pretty fun um you know the controls are wonky on a couple of parts for sure uh but you know that was that was gaming back then, I think. Yeah. I'm I'm seeing all these Facebook tabs I have open with event pages and stuff, and it's just flashing. Mark messaged your group, so 
I'm sure there's a, oh, there's a few malasses in my inbox. I will spare you. I won't uh, forward them oh, to you. Oh, good. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that, that, that's it. why you didn't, that's the real reason you didn't come by. You didn't yeah, want Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not, it's not the slippery roads. It's uh, my, uh, I, you know, I was, I was at a house recently and they had a mirror in the bathroom. They had like one of the showers with the sliding doors and they had a mirror on the one side of it. And it was just weird because all you can basically there for is like you, you look at yourself peeing it's really strange <laughs> but uh, uh i got to see my ass enough for uh, for a while and i don't really need to see any man ass after that <laughs> i've seen enough yeah fair enough I see, you know until until you until you have a full-length mirror you, you don't really get to see what's going on back there you don't you don't you just you don't want to know See, I don't know if this is worth mark's uh effort to to send all of these i mean i know karina's getting them too uh, but at the same time, like, I'm, I just look at them like, yeah, okay, there's another butt, <laughs> you know, and you're not seeing them. So it's like, yeah, they're there. <laughs> I, you know what I don't have up? I haven't pulled up Twitter for, uh, what's her face there. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do that right now. Let's see. Twitter. See, I tweeted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure I'm in for something when I log oh, in here. Let's see. I'm sorry, Joe. I love that picture of you. Uh, oh. let's see what we got. <laughs> I got 14 notified. Oh, there's the parades. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Haven't given Corey his award yet. Uh, Karina's voice is deeper than normal. <laughs> Hi, Joe. Would you like to buy some cookies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you, uh, you had a show this weekend. She was selling cookies at this past weekend. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, I heard um, you're, I heard you're, uh, you're going to be at Milky's, uh, once a month now. That's what we're that's what it's we're looking at. We're just kind of uh, working on picking out some dates right now. So uh, I've got some shows I've been planning for a while. So I'm I'm trying to see if I can match bands with the dates before I pick any particular ones. But yeah, no, it went well. We got about 50 people. Um, Nicotine Jones played. Joe, have you seen Nicotine Jones yet? I have not. You also had uh -huh. Danimal Cannon on this show, right? Yes, we did. I haven't seen Danimal Cannon yet either. I was stuck at oh, home. I had my I had my geez. kid. I couldn't go. You know, I saw him at uh, Evening Star about a year ago. Uh, he opened for Bit Brigade, and he—I mean, he's—he's he's awesome. But uh, you know, Evening Star is that big stage, and I was worried going into this show, but having booked him, I'm like, I hope you know, I hope he gets into it with the crowd. I hope he's got the stage presence to kind of get everyone into it. And I think just having him kind of like ground floor, like they have at Milky's. Like you just get to see so much more of what he's doing, and it's just like it's that much more impressive. I know he he uh, opened for the Long Cold Dark at their tenth uh, anniversary show, and I got there uh, a band before the Long Cold Dark, and that's where I met uh, Nuclear Winter, who ran away with the All WNY Awards along with the Dreadnecks. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, that, I I missed Danimal Cannon, and everybody was like, "Oh man, you just missed this awesome like Danimal Cannon, man. He's awesome. You got to see him." And I still, to this day, have not seen him, and I would have loved to have been there, but, you know, responsibilities. <laughs> oh, they're terrible, aren't they? Yeah. No, well, um, no, no. I, but, uh, I mean, it's the same reason I won't be at the Buffalo uh, Green Jello show for the same reason, but I will, however, be at the Rochester Green Jello show. Ooh, uh, where? That's, uh, you know, I don't even know. I'm, I'm riding up with yellow sauce, so. <laughs> there you go. Yellow Sauce is playing. It's the night after the Buffalo show over at Mohawk, uh, which is a week from this Saturday. Yep, it's, the 9th, I believe. Yeah, uh, so the 10th would be the Rochester one. 
Oh yeah, if you guys, I mean, I I love green jello, but oh my god, lazy. Have you seen Lazy Ass Destroyer? I have seen Lazy Ass Destroyer. Now that's a uh, that, now see that's a I band. I love that guy. That's a band Mark should see, right? Because that guy's walking yes, around absolutely. in the city. <laughs> that, that set has like at least like eight thousand percent more man ass than almost any other band I've seen in quite some time. I'd say I went to this green jello show and it was, uh, it was lazy ass destroyer was on the show and, uh, our low price was performing in between bands. And, uh, so Arlo's ass, I had a direct line of sight. Like I couldn't see the lower half of the stage except for like right in between a few heads and Hey, look, there's Arlo price's big fat ass. <laughs> and and then lazy ass destroyer played. And it's like man, there is way too much man ass in this show for me. Uh, yeah. Though so that I've actually I've I've been uh, confused uh, on more than one occasion for 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 lazy D from lazy ass destroyer. And if you ever saw him, that's hilarious. <laughs> Laura because... says Laura says she can't listen next week. She'll be in the Ukraine, but she'll. Uh... She'll do some planned tweets. Ukraine, is that bad. somewhere in like, is that uh, Kansas? Ukraine, uh, Kansas? Maybe. Okay. Or is that, <laughs> is that West Virginia where the, where Ukraine is? I got Mark telling me that everyone's seen Arlo's ass. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't think that's false. I, I'm pretty sure that's true. <laughs> I, uh, but yeah, um, like I was saying, uh, my show for uh, dude, Nicotine Jones is. Uh, Had you ever seen Hammered and Nailed? Yeah, I've seen Hammered and Nailed. Yes, it's Josiah. So you okay. know, uh, Sid the Kid is uh, is doing Sus, and I believe she's actually away filming a movie right now in New York City. She is. So uh, yes, so Hammered and Nailed uh, is is kaput, and uh, Josiah the singer is starting to do some stuff on his own, and that's Nicotine Jones, and um. Man, everyone loved him. Like, I probably got as many compliments about having him on the bill as I did Danimal. It's um, folksy, rootsy, sing-along, drinking songs, and um, I just, he's got a lot of soul to his voice, and he's uh, hes really authentic. And um, I don't know where he's playing next, but I plan on booking him for some more of my shows, and uh, I'd recommend uh, checking him out if you get a chance. And, uh, so, and I'd be amiss if I didn't say that uh, if you were if, if you liked Animal Cannon, um, uh, the previous episode of the Struggle is Real Buffalo Music Podcast on allwny.com has an has an interview with Animal Cannon. And he was so interesting that we actually have two episodes with him. So part two should be coming out on March 1st, um, as long as Scott Leffler doesn't screw things up. <laughs> Yeah, as he's uh, he's been known to do. <laughs> That's another story. Anyway, uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, tune into the struggle is real and hear what an honorable mention podcast sounds like. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. I've actually uh, right now. I've got March twenty third is my next uh, my next event for all WNY. It's uh, the all WNY thirteenth anniversary show. Uh, where we're going to have Poison the Prophet, who we're playing a little bit later on the show. Uh, we're going to have Iron Soul, uh, who won Best Vocalist in the All-WNY Awards. We're going to have uh, Tokyo Monsters, and we're going to have Kennedy Carpool, who just released their incredible, incredible Flintwater EP last week. Uh, it is now available on your favorite streaming music services. Yes, it is. 
And uh, so it, it, it's great. It's I've uh, like as soon as they announced, oh, it's available on uh, you know I, iTunes and Google Play and uh, Amazon. I I immediately like the first thing I did was uh, I'm like, you know what? I need to shave. I'm gonna go in the bathroom. Alexa, play Kennedy Carpool Flint Water. And Is it the best music to shave to? It's great music to shave to. Yes. I think we should get that on the website. That sounds like Ukraine is in Eastern Europe was what Lady Laura Moore says. Yes, is yes. that now that's that's Pennsylvania, right? Eastern Europe. <laughs> I think that's how it goes. So, OK, she's somewhere in Pennsylvania. She's probably with the Amish people. They doesn't have the Internet. I get it. Lady Laura Moore. It's cool. She's hanging out with Scott. That's why Scott wouldn't, didn't want to do the show. <laughs> Actually, Scott said he would have done the show had I not been able to get anybody else. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, anyway. So, um, yeah, no, uh, so I've got the, the day before your show, I have a show. Uh, I'm doing an infringement festival, uh, an infringement festival fundraiser uh, at Mohawk Place. Um, it has Disraeli, Shannon Vanderlyn, Grace Stumberg. Oh, let's see if I can get them all. Uh, the Baby Machines. Passed out, Kelly Vellucci, and the Scarecrow Show. Now that sounds like a great show. So yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Seven bands, five dollars. Uh, I believe it's doors at eight. Show at nine. Um, we'll have all of our fun infringement festival merch, which uh, I can attest is very soft and comfy and affordable. And um, yeah, just want to have people hanging out. And uh, we're gonna try get. We're just getting the word out that uh, we're accepting open proposals starting April first. So if you're interested in doing whatever kind of art you'd like, uh, you can check that out at infringebuffalo.org. Excellent. Yeah, I'm. Uh, my next show is the is the day after that, the, uh, mm -hmm. the tw 23rd there, uh, the 13th anniversary show. And then I've got nothing uh, for all WNY until June. And I haven't even booked the June oh, wow. show yet. So, <laughs> so that's uh, something I should probably start working on. Um, the next event that I'm participating in, and uh, in an unknown capacity at this point, uh, unknown to most people, is uh, the uh, Stamping Out MS event on May 3rd. Uh, excuse oh, me, cool. May, 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 May 4th. I'm sorry, nope. May 4th. Uh, I don't know where I came up with 3rd, but May 4th. Ah, uh, uh, yes. That's at Stamps, uh, and that uh, was... Uh, put together by Eric Foster of Janie Crash and the Tall Men, who uh, wanted to do something nice for Karina. And uh, so that's the Stamping Out MS. All the proceeds are going to go to MS Sucks. Uh, let me see if I can remember this off the top of my head. It is Janie Crash and the Tall Men, Billy Draws 2, Yellow Sauce, Ooh. XM Priory, The Toy Box Brigade, and Poison in Prose, which is, uh, of course, Cam from Of Night and Light, his uh, solo project. I uh, I have just started listening to Billy Draws too in the uh, like the last month or so. I love them; they're great. They are an incredible band, and they're also an incredible live act, and they're they're very fun to watch. Yeah. So I'm I I'm running a fundraiser of my own that day, so I won't be, get a chance to go out to that show. But I, I want to see them soon. I uh, I love uh, Rosie's vocals and uh, the the guitar, those full guitar parts and the the melody reminds me. As much of the Pixies as I think anything I've heard in a really long time. Sure, I could see that. That's gonna be a really fun show. I, I, I yeah, I, I recall now that uh, we're competing that day. On, uh, of course, I didn't. I, again, I didn't put this one together. This was uh, Eric, yeah. 
Eric uh, contacted Rosie and they contacted Nick and they made everybody uh, kind of just decided, yeah, let's do this. And uh, so uh, every everyone but me. And then, and then I was announced and it's like, oh, shit, I've had that date held for months. <laughs> yeah, they, but... they they surprised us with it. And uh, and, uh, you know, they they wanted to surprise us with it as with us. Eh. They wanted to surprise us with it at the awards show. I get paid to talk, folks. Anyway, uh, they wanted to surprise us with it at the award show. The award show, of course, got canceled, and we just did the radio broadcast. So Rosie uh, came here and told uh, told Karina on air that they were doing this. Um, and uh, that's really cool of them. And uh, and and what's funny is uh, none of them have any idea what my involvement is in this in this show. So, far. <laughs> so uh, and if you want to find out, you're gonna have to wait till May till May fourth. Are you going to perform, Joe? Ooh, you're going to have to wait till May 4th. Oh, no, I can't wait. I'm not, literally not going to be there. The one, All right. here, here, here's, here's the... You got to live stream it or something. Well, here's the... We're, we're probably going to have to, I would imagine. Uh, but this is, uh, this is what we've already confirmed is that it is not a marriage proposal. <laughs> that is not, not right. what... That is not... No, that's not it. Yeah, no, that's not the time or the place. No, it's not the time nor the place, nor is it uh, any. We we've already, uh, you know, had this discussion that that's never going to be a thing. So, <laughs> you know, um, so that's not what it is. If you want to find out what it is, you got to be there. Oh, man, ooh, maybe we'll stream it live. I don't know. We'll find out. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know, uh, Lady Laura Moore, I don't know when Rosie's going to come back, but I do have some news for you. In fact, let me pull up my calendar, because uh, we've got a couple of guests coming up uh, in April, and uh, they are, uh, we have April 3rd, we have those guys uh, who are going on tour shortly thereafter. They're called Those Guys, uh, former members of the Hovelists. Uh, they're gonna okay. be they're gonna be in studio here and uh, talking about their upcoming tour and all that. And the following week on uh, April the tenth, we have Lexi Rain, uh, who is ah yeah, she's coming on my podcast at some point in the near future too. And she's gonna be here uh, three days before her CD release for her next album. Uh, this will be her second appearance on this show. It'll be your second appearance on my show too. Ooh, so there. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting story. Um, uh, a long time ago, I, I offered to play bass in Lexi Rain's band, and I was rejected because uh, they said I was too old. <laughs> yeah, that's what Not happens. Not that I'm carrying that around or anything. That's what happens when you're old and you got all them gray hairs in your beard. I mean, I was like 29. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the same age as I am, so I'm, I'm just. <laughs> I I wrote a mean review about a band online, and I had some someone on Twitter coming at me saying that I was too old to write music reviews. That's like I'm 36. Like, what right? the hell are you talking about? If you don't like, if your band sucks, your band sucks. You know, like somebody's gonna yeah. say it. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. And you know, that'll, and I'll tell you, you know, from experience, a lot of these bands don't want to hear it. <laughs> you know, they don't they don't want to hear. Oh, you guys suck. They just because they think they're the shit and they're like, oh, no, we're, we're good. You're, you just have shitty taste. Right. I can tell you from experience because that was me for six years. <laughs> yeah, no, it's OK to suck. Embrace the suck. Yeah, sure. And eventually it gets good. 
You know what really, it, the, the, what really kicked me was, uh, you know, uh, uh, maybe a year or so after, you know, my band dissolved, uh, one of my former guitar players went on a podcast and was like, yeah, I was in this band and the singer sucked and uh, that's why I quit. It's like, wait, that's oh. why you quit? That's not what you told me, you know? <laughs> that's harsh, man. Yeah, well, you know. And then I started thinking, you know, I was so mad. You know what I mean? So mad. <laughs> and then I How start. How were you? I start. I start listening to myself, and I'm like, man, you know what? I really did suck. Like, I, I don't. Why did I think I was good? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh no. I I remember. I got. I've been in, in trouble in the past for saying uh, mean things about bands, and then you know, five years later, you go and you look back, and you're like, yeah, no, no, we were all terrible, and and that's fine. Sure. Like just you know, just accept it. It's okay. Yeah, and that was uh, you know that was got it. Like, time. And if you're if you're going to put yourself out there as a as a band and you want to perform, you have to take the criticism. Absolutely. It's it's going to happen. Not everybody's going to like you. People are going to get you know, people are going to think you suck. Whether you're, yeah. I mean, you could be the best band in the world, and people are still going to be like, "Oh, you suck." Yeah, you're not going to please everyone's. I mean, you can look at some of these bands that that are universally thought to completely suck, right? Like Imagine Dragons and Nickelback, and uh, what, what was did it? that happen with Imagine Dragons? I don't know. <laughs> like I, I, I don't, I, I don't really, I, I don't have an opinion really either way. Like they're fine, but like I just all of a sudden, like one day, it was just like, "Oh, Imagine Dragons are the worst band ever." They're 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 unseating Nickelback, and it's like, what? Like, yeah, I, I, I don't see that. that I don't see that either. And, and I've heard that a lot, but I don't see that either. I think they're just there. I, it's like, yeah. okay, you know, if, if they're on in the background, it's not going to be like, what the fuck are you listening to? Turn that shit off. It's yeah. It's, it's, they just got all this hate just suddenly. But, um, but you know, there's, but to my point, bands like Imagine Dragons and Maroon 5 and, uh, and, and Nickelback and, all the all these bands that everybody, everybody five is way worse than Imagine Dragons. Sure, and I, I and you know I'm not going to argue that. And but yeah. all of these bands that everybody says they suck, and they really do suck. Let's be honest. Except maybe you know, like I said, Imagine Dragons, like you said, they're they're just there. They're just background noise. Um, yeah. But you know, all these bands that everybody say they suck, they they sell millions and millions and millions of albums. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it, it's it goes to show if you're in a band, people are going to say you suck. Yeah. You know, and you just have to like, okay, cool. You don't like us. No problem. Whatever. We'll, we'll worry about this guy that does, you know? Exactly. All right. Speaking of some music and some bands, I've got some music from some bands. Ooh, and, uh, ooh what are we listening to? I'm going to go with, uh, since I have this show up on my screen from this weekend, uh, coming up Friday uh, at 8 p.m., and let me get some of these uh, Facebook messages out of the way so I can read the screen. <laughs> uh, Friday at 8 at Mohawk, uh, there's this show. It is Brooke Pridemore, Tina Panic Noise, and Tony Rocky Horror. Oh, I might be going to that one. That sounds like a good show. Yeah. Uh, it really does. It's Friday night. Uh, 18 plus with ID, no ID equals you don't get in. Uh, it's 8 bucks. It's at Mohawk, uh, which is a great venue. And it's going to be, uh, it sounds like a great show, and I've picked uh, one of the bands on this show that we haven't played before, uh, Tina Panic Noise, and that's uh, what we're going to listen to for the next uh, three minutes, so 
Ryan, you just hang on the line there, and uh, I'll be right back with you after the song. You'll hear the song, so enjoy. Okay. Here it is. Tina Panic Noise, all WNY. Think so, Joe Show. Panic noise on all WNY. I think so, Josh. Man, that was louder than I expected it to be. How is he doing? I, I'm just trying to recall. <laughs> oh, that was cool. Uh, I'm actually, uh, I'm gonna, hopefully going to be jamming with the drummer from Tina Panic Noise soon. Oh, cool. I've got a, uh, a uh, folk punky kind of project I'm working on, and I've been looking for percussionists. I've been talking to them lately. So, uh, yeah, I'm hoping that works out. They, I, Tina Panic Noise is great. Yeah, it was, uh, it was it was good. It was just it was really loud. I wasn't expecting it when I hit the play button, but uh, awesome. the way it should be. Yeah, no, exactly. Who needs ear protection? Who needs uh, hearing? Yeah, completely <laughs> unimportant. Yeah. Ah well. 
I don't need to hear anything. All I do is talk for a living. <laughs> so I, I had to hide a message because it was like, hey, uh, how do I get started doing what you're doing? Like, I will get back to you after the show. Let me finish what I'm doing now. And then I, <laughs> I, I know, like, and, and it's funny because it is definitely somebody who knows that I am busy at uh, six o'clock on a, on a Wednesday. Mm. <laughs> who is it? Uh, it's Ryan. Beans now. Yeah, no, it's it's Ryan from Yellow Sauce. Ah. <laughs> uh, there there are rumors abound that he sucks eggs. I can neither confirm nor deny. Hmm. Doing a little something with them uh, later on. I, I'm definitely I'm going to uh, I'll be at the uh, Green Jello show at uh, in. Uh, Rochester, which means I'll be up there uh, probably doing my introduction to Space Wizard. <laughs> hmm. Cool. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, I, I walked into a, a Yellow Sauce show a few weeks ago. Uh, I just randomly showed up there. It was Yellow mm-hmm. Sauce, uh, Those Guys, The Scarecrow Show, uh, and another band. And I, uh, I just happened to be in the neighborhood. I'm like, you know, I'm going to drop in. I'm going to pay the five bucks to get in. I'm just going to say hello to everybody. I'm going to leave and catch the next bus home. I wound up staying for two bands and then Ubering home. <laughs> yeah, it's never that easy. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I was there and uh, and caught them and I walked in as they were playing Space Wizard. I'm like, damn it, I missed my cue. Because we've done that live uh, read for the uh, Space Wizard uh, introduction there <laughs> a few times. Anytime that I'm at a Yellow Sauce show, we end up doing that. Actually, I'm on their, I'm on their album twice, so uh, you can you can hear me play a cop. Uh, if you haven't already uh, listened to uh, the Ballad of Bob Paul, I play a cop in one of the skits and also do the introduction for Space Wizard. And uh, I will be likely doing more with. Uh... Yeah, yes, Laura, I did know that Think So Brain was awful. I, I've just admitted that. <laughs> oh, that hurts. <laughs> it's okay, Joe. Well, at least I'm not uh, pictured in a dress like Scott. <laughs> you, can, uh, you can mop up the tears with your long braids. Yeah, the braids. I miss the braids. I got the beard now, though. You you trimmed your beard. Yeah. I, I, I'm, but like. I, have to, I actually, I left to look like a professional every so often. Well, I mean, you know, I I wouldn't be so disappointed that you trimmed your beard if, like, half the posts on my Facebook over the last week weren't, like, goodbye beard and people, like, either trimming their beards as short as you did or, like, completely shaving. I'm like, why is everybody shaving their beards all of a sudden? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I absolutely do not support people losing their beards. It is, um, you know, for many reasons, but, it, you know, it looks good, but... If people want to leave the the army of us uh, wonderful looking men with beards, and then there's just there's then we become more rare, Joe. So if you want to get rid of it, you just you fucking go do that. I'll I'll sit here and you know. Oh no, I ain't getting mine is not going anywhere. And uh, Cameron from Of Night and Light also commented that his is not going anywhere. And I told him, well, you know, you're half of the WWE roster, so you can't shave. <laughs> it's amazing how many pro wrestlers look like Cam. He also looks like uh, um, one of the main characters in the video game uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Here, I'm going to see if I can find a picture to send you. I actually think I have one saved on my computer. 
How just convenient. Just so I can make that joke about Cam. Not How? today, but I <laughs> I knew it was stored here for a reason. No, I've definitely uh, like been watching wrestling, and I'll take a picture and be like, look, it's Cam. And it's a different wrestler every time. It's just amazing how many of them look just like him. It's the same. same. He, can do, he can do kids parties. I don't. I think he's missing out on something here. I think he could. I mean, really, and he's he's training for like strongman and stuff. So you know. Oh, uh, I I I don't know. Uh, Laura wants to know what about if you get braids. There may or may not be pictures of me that exist having braids. Oh, look at that. <laughs> not proud of it. That's what I, that's, I always, I mean, a part of it, I mean, this was college, Ryan. So a part of it was that pretty girls offered to braid my hair and I was was like, you can do whatever you want. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, I braided my hair for, uh, for shows. So that way, you know, cause like I had this long, thick, curly, wavy hair and it would get stuck in my, uh, oh, that does look like cam. Uh, it would get, right. it would like get in my mouth when I was singing and it was like annoying. So I'm like, what can I do where I can still like headbang, but I don't have hair in my mouth. And that was, uh, the, you know what? I'm just going to braid my hair. Let me do that. Yeah. And Laura says, okay, I got two, I got two differing opinions here. Oh, uh, because Laura on Twitter says beards should be banned. But Mark on Facebook says beards are hot. Well, Mark's clearly right. I mean, maybe maybe <laughs> over in the UK, beards don't work right or something. Right. But, you know, America and stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like my beard. It ain't going anywhere. But I saw a lot of people like you weren't the only one. I saw my, my buddy Andrew. Uh, he shaved his, but he's playing Johnny Cash in a play. That's reasonable. And th- and that is a very that is an acceptable reason. So I, I feel I feel like late late in life Johnny Cash might have had a little bit of stubble to sure. have gotten away with. But uh, then no, I, saw- I I uh, my my wife did not want me to get a be- have a beard and uh, for the longest time. And then we uh, after we got married we started fixing up our bathroom and we didn't have a bathroom mirror for like a week and I was like oh there's no mirror I uh, guess I can't shave. And uh, I've never turned back since. It gives, certainly gives me special powers. Absolutely. So don't worry, Joe. I'm never leaving the club. <laughs> I, I, was, just, I, I, I don't even own a beard trimmer anymore. I just get it trimmed when I get my, my hair cut. <laughs> yeah, I, I went to do that once. I was like, hey, you know, I just want to just, you know, I want to keep the length, but I want it like evened out a little bit. And the guy didn't the guy didn't do anything that I couldn't do at home. So like, why? Why did I just pay this guy? Oh, it's. See, don't have to worry about all the cleanup. There's so much work. Yeah, I've gotten it down. I'm lazy. Too. I mean, the whole reason I have a beard is because I'm lazy. I'm, I'm just like, well, if I have to, sh- if I shave today, then I have to shave tomorrow, and then I got to shave the day after. And it's like, or I could just not shave all three days, and I'll be really happy. That's really my approach to facial hair. I don't know. I kind of got it down to a science. The one thing that I'm that I have trouble with is like. I see all these dudes that are like losing their hair and they just shave their head like completely bald, like no stubble, nothing like that. I can't <laughs> pull that off. Like I will sit there and I will, I will spend like an hour trying to shave my own head and just like, there's still stubble. There's still patches. Like what the hell? Like, how do these guys do it? I don't know. So I, oh, I, I'm so happy to be like, I don't care that I'm like, my hair's almost all white at this point. I still have it. And that makes yeah, right. me like endlessly happy. So 
I'm happy that's not something I have to deal with. Or then you get to the point where you kind of have the old man halo, yeah. you know, where the ball on top and around the sides and the Costanza that doesn't look good on, on anyone. <laughs> just just get, get rid of it. Yeah, the Costanza. Uh, but yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, so like uh, that's part of the reason I went to this barber shop, right? I'm like, all right, let me let me go have this guy like shave me bald, and then maybe I can figure out what the hell he did. Oh no, all he did was you know he he took the clippers and he shaved my head like I would do at home. Like, why why am I paying this guy? I I don't know. He didn't do anything special. He didn't even engage me in conversation or anything. So I wasn't even paying for the experience, really. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Like, I don't need a lot of talk when I get my hair cut. But, like, when it's complete silence, it's just, it's just, like, eerie. Yeah. I don't know. So, like, I I haven't been back. I got a buddy who's a barber. uh, And I I will probably, next time I want to try that, go to him. Sure. Because, like... At least there will be conversation, if nothing else, you know, even if he does just do the same shit I do at home. At least yes, it's, it's, exactly. mo- it's money going to a friend and it's somebody I can, it's somebody that'll engage me in conversation. <laughs> you know, so I might uh, head up there uh, one of these days and, uh, and you know, see him and be like, dude, this is what I want. Do it right. Unlike the last guy that did it, you know. I'll, I'll shave your head for 10 bucks. Yeah, right. Exactly. No, I saw a sign. No, I'm not even joking. I will no, shave your head for 10 bucks. I know. But no, I, I saw I saw a sign uh, a couple of summers ago. I'm walking down the street. There's this guy with a sign. He's hanging out out front of this uh, barber shop, right? And it's like, oh, you know, haircut uh, 14 bucks or 15 bucks or whatever, right? And I'm like, man, I could cut your hair for 15 bucks. I got clippers. <laughs> no, I got a... Uh... Mine ended up with my beard trim ended up being like twenty four dollars, and it was all just it's all just razor. Like I don't they barely use any scissors at all. But I don't know. Well, the the main reason I like I I own uh I own clippers, and the reason sure. and the reason I own them is like in high school my mom I had to move back in with my mom. Maybe it was after high school. It was I don't know when. Uh, but I I had to move back in with my mom, and my mom was like. Well, you gotta cut your hair and blah blah blah. I'm like, she's like, I'm just, I'm gonna give you money to go to the barber shop. I'm like, don't give me money to go to the barber shop. And then uh, I, bought, I went and bought clippers and shaved my own head. Like, I don't, I don't need a barber. So that's why I initially owned clippers, and then I just, you know, once I started like regular. Well, I, I mean, it, even when I had long hair, I was still shaving the sides of my head. So it was like, sure. it was like, okay, I, you know, they come in handy. So it was just there. That's why I own clippers. I haven't been. I, I went to a barber uh, when I first cut my hair after uh, after the whole think so brain thing imploded. Right. Mm-hmm. I went to the went to the barber and uh, the lady that cut my hair is my mom's old barber. And I hadn't been in there in forever. And she's, oh, yeah, you know, she, she cut my hair and I went to pay her and she's like, oh, no, no, no. Just pay me next time. And I haven't been back since. Yeah. So, like, I still, I guess, owe her the money from the last cut. I don't know. Oh, shit. So you're just going around town stealing haircuts is what you're telling uh, me. Maybe, maybe. I rescind my offer to, to shave your head for $10. <laughs> Unless I, 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 well, how about this? I, I'll security gotta pay deposit. you. Yeah, pay you up front. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. No checks either, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right now you would get, it would bounce. I'm telling you. <laughs> It's been a crazy month with my bank, but that's uh, besides the point. 
Anyway, Laura says, uh, you don't talk when getting a haircut? Weird. No, I, I would have talked to the guy had the guy engaged in conversation. Absolutely. No, so, I, I, for a while, there's a place in uh, Buffalo called Salon Pro, uh, right at Sheridan Niagara Falls Boulevard, where it's just students. So you get, it's cheaper. It takes longer, but you can get a real cheap haircut there. I would, I would re- recommend it. It's the Salon Professionals Academy. I was... uh, and, uh, but, you know, I'm a 35-year-old graying man walking into this thing, and none of them have any interest in talking to me whatsoever. <laughs> but the weird part is that everyone else around me is conversing. So, like... Instead of just having a conversation, I'm listening to, like, I have all these middle-aged women's problems. And that, for some reason, that just makes it feel even more awkward for me. Yeah, I uh, I was just over in that area not too long ago. I went over, uh, I was thrift store hopping. I went to Salvation Army over there, and then the, there's a Sabres over there, yeah. Get anything good? No, I came home with uh, just the stuff I bought at the art store. <laughs> I'm looking for I'm looking for an old record player. Like I have a record player, but I want okay. an old one. Like 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 just an old like mechanical one that like you know where it, when it gets to the end of the record, it stops and resets and goes back on its own. Like one of those old ones, you know. Like I I actually have somewhere to recommend them. Um, you should check out Rick's Record Shack and Wifey's Closet, which is right at uh it's in Woodlawn. If you know where that is, I do not. Woodlawn is uh. It's on Route 5. Um, it's kind of like right between where like Hamburg is before you get onto the Skyway. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, it's right by the Ford plant there. And uh, we actually, we had him on, oh God, I think he was on our 11th episode. And he's a super interesting guy. He has a great record store and he does have a bunch of old record players and equipment. And uh, it seems like everything's pretty reasonably priced. So I would recommend you go down there and check them out because I bet you could find something, uh, something pretty cool. The Struggle is Real, episode 11, soon to be removed from iTunes for having an episode title, episode number in the title. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I, I, I literally found this out right before we came on air. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I got 149 episodes of this show, and I like 300 and something of the other show. Like, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to go do a bulk retitling of all these episodes? And Oh my goodness. Like, I don't even know, I, I couldn't tell you what any of these episodes are actually about. They don't have subjects. They are just literally yeah, no, like... I'm on this episode right now. I have no idea what's happening. Yeah, right. We just kind of talk, start talking and whatever comes up, comes up. That's how these shows work. I, I, I guess we might lose iTunes. Because, you know, nobody downloads it from 716 Bands before it goes up on iTunes or anything. I hate iTunes. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't like them. Don't like them one bit. I haven't had iTunes in forever, but, you know, my shows go up on there. So, it's, you know. Ah, people find a way. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not we like. We don't need you, iTunes. Go take a hike, Apple. Yeah, I mean, what's what's the worst that's going to happen if we're off of iTunes? People download us from Google Play, from, uh, uh, I don't know, Stitcher, uh, Blueberry. Is another well, place you can get out on the all WNY app. You download us on the all WNY app if Scott ever puts Which my episodes is available up. on Apple products. It is, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Who the hell needs iTunes? I don't know if Scott ever puts my episodes up anymore, honestly. <laughs> I know he he was, and then I just stopped like tagging him in them. <laughs> and I, I don't know if he puts them up. I think it just airs and it goes on 716, and he expects everybody to just. Download from me? I don't know. It could be up there. I haven't looked in a while. 
Oh, well. If I lose iTunes, ooh, big deal. It'll be okay. Yeah. I, I like we're we're on that verge of iTunes where that that fringe of iTunes where it's like you know, you have you don't have enough subscribers for them to tell you how many subscribers you have. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So, you know, what are you what are you going to do? I don't it's not you know, people listen live, people download from 716 bands or from uh, from all WNY or from Google Play or whatever. I mean, like if you're subscribed to us on iTunes, I don't know what to tell you if they take us down. I'm I'm I'd imagine you, you I, I'm tell, hoping you tell them to get the all WNY app. Well, yeah, I guess available that's, on that's what you do. But I'm saying if you're subscribed on on iTunes, if you want to get notified, I guess you uh I don't know, subscribe to the RSS feed on uh, 716 Bands or something. <laughs> as soon as this show goes up, you'll have it instead of having to wait an hour or two. Like on iTunes and Google Play or whatever. If you are listening to us on iTunes, thank you. And please leave us a positive review and subscribe. Yeah. I'm, suppo- I'm supposed to say that every episode, and I never do. <laughs> but what you need is you need people to listen and to download. Because that's, that's when you get your double dip. And that's what you really have to be shooting for. Right. I've never, you know, it's funny because, like, I don't ask what the numbers are. I I know you know what your numbers are. I have no idea what my numbers are. I don't, I don't, I'm under the impression that it's completely possible that Scott just makes up the numbers and sends them to me. Like, hey, Scott, how many people listen to episode 28? And he's like, uh, 784. And I'm like, okay, sure. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I just never got in the habit of paying attention to numbers. From doing, uh, you know, from doing Noah's Ark to doing Board Wrestling Fan to doing this and doing Think Metal and any of the other podcasts I've had, I've never paid attention to numbers. The only time I ever paid attention to numbers was when I'd like be reaching out to a publicist to get a guest, and they'd be like, "Oh, you know, how many people listen to your show?" Like, well, I guess I'll have to go find out now. You tell them twenty-five, and then you get the guest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it it's worked out every time so far. So. <laughs> no, we, we kind of used it as a, I think early on in the podcast, we kind of just used it as a, a kind of a mark to see if anyone was listening at all. And uh, I always tell our fans that we, to interact with us online, but I think you know that you t- do that and you get like the same three people. Not <laughs> that you don't appreciate them. Oh, I appreciate um, the, the, exactly. the same two people but, who... <laughs> But, you know, it, it, it can be hard to kind of figure out what your reach is and if people are interested, if you're not really taken in the numbers. And, you know, when you run a podcast that actually has production value, you have to kind of take those things into consideration. <laughs> uh, yeah, what's production value? Who needs that? Mm-hmm. I got a noise gate. That's all I need. I'm good. <laughs> every second is gold. Every second is. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, 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 you never know what you get with a live broadcast. Like, you. I, you I'll get, give you that. You get, uh, oh shit, I have this thing muted. Let me play the theme song on my acoustic guitar. <laughs> that's that's what you get on a live show. You don't get that on The Struggle is Real. No. No. You don't need to. No. You, you, you tune in here if you want spontaneity. If you want, uh, you know, pre-written segments and uh, pre-recorded segments. where the segments are going to be and... How the show is structured, so you don't have to listen to the whole thing. You can tune in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't have to listen to the whole thing. You just skip around. But you know, you download the full thing, so he still gets credit for the download. 
Yes, absolutely. Yeah, there you go. That's that's your scam. I got it. <laughs> what I'm doing. I am uh, possibly doing another podcast, and I don't have any details yet, but I need to talk to the guy that uh, I'm going to do the podcast with. And I, I kind of want to just start over. Like, like this will still be a, this will still be a show every week. This will still be on every Wednesday at six. But the other show, I want to kind of just start from scratch and just be like, okay, I've got gear. That's taken care of. That's step one out of the way. Sure. Now, now to come up with how we're going to do this podcast. And, you know, to try and get, like, because this is going to be, if I'm going to do another podcast, it's going to be to sell out. Oh, great. Yeah. It's, it's about damn time, Joe. It's going to be to be like, okay, cool. This is what we're doing. Now I want sponsors. I want money if we're doing this. If we're doing this, we are making money. That's that's if I do another podcast. Sure. Because I've done enough podcasts where I'm broke. <laughs> The hall, the hall, it's the hallmark of good podcasting. It is. The complete inability to monetize. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh No, I've got I've got a new podcast I'm working on too. So uh that way your new podcast can beat out my new podcast next year at the awards. I right, right. <laughs> no, if if anyone's listening who's interested, uh the struggle is real is uh we're always looking for more people and um we're booking shows now once a month. And uh, I've got a second podcast and I've got infringement festivals. So there's a lot of cool things going on. So if you are interested in getting more involved in the scene, you can reach out to me on the Facebooks or the Twitters. So, yeah, there's that. We take everyone. Yeah. And then as long and, as you're not a dick, don't be a dick. I mean, you're 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 preaching to the same people I've been asking for a social media intern for like three months for now. <laughs> well, see, see, the difference is, is I already got one of those. Yeah, right. You do. I I need yeah. one of those. Um, I, uh, you can you can have your award. I'll take an intern. Yeah, right. You, you <laughs> see, that's why I got the awards because I do this all myself. You don't need you need uh, interns and and people to help you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. It's it's a really bum deal to have people doing a lot of the work for me. You're right, Joe. It's way better to <laughs> be putting all the time into it yourself. I get the accolades. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I get the accolades can, on top of booking the shows. The, <laughs> yeah, you take the accolades, I take a nap. I'm really happy with that trade-off. I can deal with that. I I would say, yeah, but, you know, I can take a nap anytime I want because I work for myself, but you also work for yourself, so. <laughs> yeah. For the win. There you go. We're, 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 we lead very similar yet completely different lives. Yes, yes. I've <laughs> heard about your work schedule, which sounds like you go to bed around 6 a.m. I actually was in bed at 11 o'clock last night, if you can believe that. And I slept till 7 a.m. Like, holy shit, who the fuck am I that I slept for eight hours? That Aww. never happens. Lady Laura Moore says that my membership to the cool club has been revoked. Aw. Huh? Or she more? She also asked uh, Brian why uh, Brian Muller why he didn't uh, co why he doesn't replace Karina on the show, uh, to which he replied that he's at the Coheed and Cambria show working. Oh, awesome! Yeah, I, he was actually the first person I messaged, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm working at Rapids." I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's right, Coheed." <laughs> yeah, thanks for reinforcing that I wasn't your first choice. <laughs> Oh, no, looks... I actually, uh, I, I was going to go review that show, but I had some stuff going on tonight that then got canceled 
and my plans are actually from six to eight tonight. So this worked out perfect. Perfect. Uh, I got to open for Coheed and Cambria uh, right before their first album came out back in like, geez, probably about 2001, 2002. And they put on a great show and I got to see them twice at this uh, small place in Albany called Valentine's. And just, you know, you're standing two feet away from them the whole time. And just, you know, I, I did. I didn't like some of the later stuff as much, but they're all uh, incredible musicians. And uh, I remember, I still remember those shows uh, super clearly. So, so they were previously called Shibuti. And then when they changed their name to Coheed and Cambria, they uh, things changed up a bit and they got, they got real good. So she didn't tag you in this post on Twitter, but uh, she, she added braids to you and to oh my the God, dogs. I need to look at this right now. <laughs> Yeah, there. That's uh, yeah. That's Ryan with braids. If you're following Lady Laura Moore on Twitter, uh, uh, there's a couple of shows coming up on Saturday that sound pretty interesting. Uh, one is at uh, actually, I'm going to start with the one I'm not playing a song from. Uh, one is at Milky's, where you just had a show this past weekend. Uh, yeah, it is Velvet Bethany, Moxie Cleveland, Stress Dolls, and Carrie Faye. That sounds. Oh, uh, Carrie Faye's fantastic. She's sounds like a very uh, entertaining show. Of course, Moxie Cleveland Cabaret is uh, some friends of ours. It's Rosie and uh, and Billy uh, from Billy Draws 2. I hope to see them soon. I, I've heard it's a fun show. Yeah, so that that looks like it's gonna be a uh, that looks like it's gonna be a fun show. That one's at uh, Milky's. Uh, meanwhile, over at Tudor. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just looking at this picture of me with uh, dreadlocks. Thank you, Laura Moore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God. Sorry, Joe. Continue. Meanwhile, over at Tudor Lounge this Saturday uh, at 7.30, uh, it's Over and Out, Rust Belt Brigade, and Voice of Descent. Oh, that's an interesting show. That sounds like a great show. And in fact, I've got some music here from Voice of Descent. Woo! And I, I've been wanting to play this song on the show for a while, and I don't know why I haven't. Uh, but this song is uh, from Voice of Descent. It's called Jesus Said He Loved Me on all WNY. I think so, Joe Show. Jesus, Jesus, God is for me. Jesus loves me. When you get Jesus, then all of that other stuff comes with the package. Crazy. Jesus is always watching me, even when I'm asleep. Jesus is always watching me. Like that uncle who is creepy. Yes. He loved me so much. This love became a horror. Cause when he tried to touch, I got a restraining order. Jesus said he loved me. Jesus said he loved me. Jesus said he loved me. But Jesus only wanted a fuck me. Go out to eat. Now, this guy, you never just an Aryan from the Middle East. Oh, that happened. At dinner, he tried to slip me a pill. And when he left, he tried to slip me the bill. I dropped him up and he asked me to stay. I said, I work early the next day. And there's a, there's a problem here anyway. Aren't all your followers gonna go crazy when they find out you're gay? Jesus said he loved me. Jesus said he loved me. Jesus, only one in a fuck, man. Hey, hey, 
father, but you can call me daddy. like eight ah voice of descent yes that's such a great band if you haven't seen them yet they are at tudor lounge this saturday night i uh i, I might have to show up for that one there is also a uh they're doing an acoustic women's march sign making show I, on March 7th at the Soup of Descent. I literally just got that invite right before we came back. Yeah, I got it. I got it, too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, doors so. 7.30 this Saturday, $5.21 plus over at Tudor Lounge for Over and Out, Rust Belt Brigade, and Voice of Descent. That just sounds like an incredible sh- uh, show. Yeah, no, no, uh, Rust Belt Brigade's really fun. I love the energy they bring in. Uh, I still haven't seen Over and Out, but uh, Sally from Over and Out played with Dashboard Confessional. Uh, not Dash, I always call them that. Cardboard Homestead. I don't know how the <laughs> that, hell I can that is those a complete. Those are completely different band names. I know. I don't know how. It's that's it's it's the board. Yeah, it's I the think. board. It's, it's okay, dashboard yeah. and cardboard. That must. I uh, played with Cardboard Homestead at that that show I did last Saturday, and uh, yeah, she's awesome. Like I, I like this 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 new trend seeming of like these um you know. Uh, these violin vocalists. I think it's uh, it's something really cool to have. Sure. Yeah. No. I uh... there's a few of them floating around. I think that's cool. Yeah, for sure. And I've actually been trying to help uh, Trey get artists for that acoustic show he's doing. So I I think I've literally sent him a list. I found at least like 20 female fronted or solo performers in the area. So um, it's great to see. Like I didn't. I when he first asked, I wasn't sure how many we'd have, and then I started kind of looking through my list of bands. It's like, holy cow, like we got a lot. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's coming up. That's next Thursday. And so far there's only one act announced on that, uh, that I, uh, that I see on the, uh, Facebook event page there. Hopefully we get more soon. I'm, se- I'm sending them some more ideas as soon as I can think of some more names. There we go. There's one. <laughs> Grace Stumberg. Grace Stumberg is a fantastic local female. Have you seen her? Yes. As a matter, let me tell you about uh, when I met Grace Stumberg. Is uh, I was at uh, Dog Ears Books over here at uh, at at Kaz and uh, Abbott, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, right at Kaz Coffee there, and she was working there. Uh, and there was a guy there. Uh, his name was, jeez, uh, I can't remember his name. Um, but it was just, it was a guy there playing playing an acoustic set, just in the middle of the afternoon, mm-hmm. and uh, he stops Grace and he's like, "Hey, come over here, play a song for the people." And that's when I met Grace. Was she played a song? And I was like, "Oh wow, that she's really good." Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's when I found out that she's like on tour with Joan Baez and and the meeting her. And I met uh, you know the the you know Grace Logan since then, who's also touring with. Joan Baez and just oh, cool. I don't think I'm familiar with her yeah it's uh and the funny that they were all at my last tutor show they all just you know they were doing a thing over at uh the Trelf 
and just kind of spilled over into Tudor after the show. And it's like, oh, hey, look, look at all this Buffalo music royalty <laughs> in this place. Because not only them, but like former members of the Whiskey Reverb were there. Just all kinds of people. Cool. And it's just like, I, you know. Sounds like I'm, a blast. I'm like, I wonder if like the band on stage right now has any idea like who's all here watching them. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll tell you, Ray and the Roaches made a, a really uh, good impression on Megan Brown, formerly of Dirty Smile. Well, all right. Yeah. She was going on about them all the rest of the night. I'm like, but Shambles is playing. <laughs> <laughs> but Ray and the Roaches were really good. Okay, I got it. They were the last band you saw before you got this drunk. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, then. They're the best band ever. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, hey, it was actually my uh, friend anniversary the other day on uh, Facebook with uh, Ryan, the bass player from Shambles. I actually uh, started talking to him. They were doing a show uh, over at the Irish Center on Abbott Road here in South Buffalo after some artwork or something had gotten stolen or damaged or something along those lines. And uh, so they were doing a show uh, with that was put on by Wyatt Coyne. Uh, uh, so that's... I love those guys. Yeah, and I met, uh, I met Shambles that night. Uh, I've gone to a bunch of uh, Sabres games with Ryan uh, from Shambles. Over the... What's with all these bass players named Ryan? There's too many of them. Uh, it's, you know, right. We're right. We're great. Is the thing we're Ryan's we're, 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 we're steady. We have a good tempo. We usually need people to help carry our stuff. <laughs> you get all these bass players named Ryan. And then there's a bunch of guitar players named Brian. They all need to like get together oh, yeah. and form a super group or something. Right. <laughs> oh, don't do I, I don't, don't, don't lump us Ryan's in with Brian's. That's a completely <laughs> different experience. See, Laura's now asking me about, uh, she says, the great human discount, discounting anyone in her family uh, in the world. I guess she meant the greatest human. Uh, she wants to know when he's returning to the show. She means Andrew uh, from Eyes of the Blind, who is actually who I'm talking about doing a podcast with. So <laughs> so that's, uh, so, you know, Laura, if you miss Andrew, he's going to be on at some point. Eyes of the Blind's working on their new album right now. So he's going to be on at some point. We're going to do another Eyes of the Blind takeover show. Uh, and then uh, possibly uh, uh, Andrew and I might do a podcast together. So you get to hear him every week. <gasps> I yeah. like it. Yeah. It's got a beat. I can dance to it. <laughs> he wanted to do beards and metal, but it's like, I, I <laughs> like, all right, cool. But um, two things that go hand in hand. Certainly they do. I, I, my, I don't know if I kept this band. Uh, nope. I, oh yes, I did. Uh, I got Arias coming up on the show, uh, playing the, we're playing a song by them later on in the show and they are a metal band with beards. So it, it's perfect. Well, what, 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 what metal band doesn't have beards? Right. This is true. I mean, that's just kind of fish in a barrel. It's just, it's just, just call it metal bands. Yeah. <laughs> So he wanted to do beards and metal, and I'm like, oh, you know, I kind of, I'm kind of out of the loop on the metal scene. I'm more in the punk scene nowadays. Yeah. So I, I it's nice there. Don't really know what's going on in the metal scene around here, and that's probably why I picked a band to play that uh, hasn't released an EP in like two years. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just they just popped. Oh no, last one was March 2016. Apparently. <laughs> 
Wow. They were, but they just kind of popped in my head. I was trying to think of bands to play, and I was thinking about uh, a guitar player named Brian, and I'm like, what? But he's not in a band right now that has uh, original music that's not a Christmas song. Um, and I'm like, what bands have I seen him play with and thought of Orias? And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to play Orias. So, yeah. True wow. story. Well, then. I was <laughs> riveting all the way till the end. Wasn't it? <laughs> and this is why this is why Ryan does uh, pre-recorded podcasts. He can edit all that stuff out. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not bad. Yeah. But, you know, you don't have that spontaneity. You, you, yeah. You lose yeah. that. I'm certainly missing out, Joe. You, you absolutely are, you with your interns <laughs> and your... <laughs> Uh, you're pre-recorded and and post-produced, and <laughs> I don't need all that stuff. I got I got a noise gate that keeps it quiet when I'm not talking, <laughs> or when nobody's talking. I guess <laughs> you know. So it's Joe. It's it's at some point we're we're, we're going to get you in a nice studio in a corner office and get you some interns, and you'll see how nice it is. We're going to turn it around. I promise. I'm sure, and that I won't yeah. win the award. <laughs> yes, that's the whole plan. Yeah, that's. I, 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 I want to try and make you successful so that you're not around to win the award. <laughs> Once you're rid of me, you'll win. But then you got to contend with Nick and Dan. Scott still didn't tell us who got second for that award. I don't. I doubt he Which, ever will. <laughs> no, he isn't, and I, I have to say that that bothers me. Oh, I'm sure it does. So, for all I know, I just I'm gonna, you know, Michael Sargent can take over. For all we know. Has he, uh, yeah, well, maybe he got second place, and maybe that's why he doesn't want to tell you. See? That's what I'm saying. So, have you, I, I was going to ask a question, and I completely lost it. It just went away. Times. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, for, for all, I mean, you, you gotta figure, you're, if I'm out of the picture, you're contending with Nick and Dan. I, I, you know, I actually thought if anyone would have come in second that wasn't us. I actually thought it would be Corey comments. Well, I mean, uh, Corey, I think, I, I think he's got like a sneaky crowd in there that we don't know about. Well, Corey did win uh best all WNY show. According to lady Laura Moore, the, the, the only award that matters, right? Exactly. Laura says real men don't have beards except for Andrew. Tish posh. <laughs> I don't know what she's talking about. We'll definitely, uh, I, I'm sure once Andrew and I, uh, work out details and start doing this podcast, we'll be, uh, it'll be full of, uh, beard, uh, care tips or something. I, I, that's. Do you use, do you use like the oils? Yeah, I got some beard oils. I, I just, uh, I just re-signed up for a dollar shave club. So now I'm getting the razors every month and I got, uh, like, uh, what do you call it? The, um, uh, uh, Dr. Carver's shave butter. I also got this stuff. It's, uh. Dr. Carver's Miracle Healing Cure or some shit like that, right? And it's, in, case, in case you hurt your beard? It's like if you uh, if you have, like, sensitive skin and you, like, break out when you shave. Ah. Oh, it, that's, that it, does. That is awful. It, it's it's a miracle repair serum. That's what it's that's what it's called. And that was, uh, you know, I tried that for the first time and it was like, holy shit. Like, this thing, this stuff works. Like, all the red stuff went away right away. That's awesome. It, it's particularly bad when I shave my head. So I was like, all right, let me try this. And like, oh, look, it's gone already. 
It's good stuff, and I also uh, I, I get beard oils from uh, Grave Before Shave. Uh, beard oils, beard balms, all that kind of wonderful stuff. Before Shave, I like that. Yeah, Grave Before Shave. Uh, before that, I was buying from uh, friends of mine uh, who were selling beard oils. Uh, Chris Rose Creations down in uh, Florida. They're friends of mine that used to uh, play in bands up here. Uh, before they moved to Florida and started selling uh, all kinds of homemade, uh, you know, skincare and beard care pro- products, and they uh, sure they stopped uh, they stopped doing the beard oils. So it's like, what what do I do now? And so that's when I started looking uh, at different companies that make the beard oils. And uh, one of the other ones I considered going with was Mean Beard because I've been following them on Instagram for the longest time. How do you not have a like a beard oil sponsorship going on? I I know, right? I don't know if you saw. I did a I did a ad for beard oil. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, but you cl- you, I mean, you you've got the beard for it, right? Um, so I you don't know, know. I don't some like some some people are hand models. I think you are a beard model. Exactly. So I think I think if if Andrew and I do go ahead with this podcast, that's the ideal sponsor would be a beard oil company. Sure. But we did. Uh, so I was comparing Mean Beard, who I follow on Instagram, and I was comparing them with uh, Grave Before Shave because I've seen uh, Dan Twist's T-shirts proclaiming the same. Sure. And <laughs> and I'm like, man, you know, like I, I really like I, I really want to go with Mean Beard because I've been following them in, on Instagram. They always comment on my posts. You know, whenever I post a picture of my face, which lately I've only been posting about uh, you know the records I'm listening to or whatever. And uh, so I really wanted to go with them, but their price was like double grave before shave. So it's like, all right, let me get this beard oil. Let me get this beard balm. And it, yeah, it's, it was well worth it. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Hey, if uh, you know, maybe, maybe I'll tag them in a post after the show. And yeah, tag both of us. Yeah. I'll see. We if could we, both be spokespeople. We could. Look at that. We'd be a team. I'll, I'll see if maybe they'll sponsor my show. That would be great. <laughs> Cause I'm over or, here giving them shout outs. Like, Hey, you know? yeah, yeah. I, I really, I, as long, I mean, as long as we're giving them shout outs, Hey guys, uh, I, I have a show that prepares. You should give me a call. <laughs> I, uh, do I, do I want to, do I want to keep my beard by shaving it? What are you even talking about, Laura? You're losing your mind again. This is, I don't know. I don't know if, uh, one of the things that people was, uh, do you remember the sponsorships that we did? Yes, I do. Every time, uh, as we we're emceeing the local stage, I think every time someone said, just started getting into something weird. Like I think some, at some point someone started talking about like dog testicles or something. <laughs> I, that 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 was the exact moment I'd break away and be like, and this is brought to you by Revolver <laughs> Records, located on uh, I can't even remember uh, the uh, the original locations was, on Hurdle and the the new ones on Elmwood, and that is where I shop for records. Is her- look, Re- they get an additional shout out. <laughs> That's where they get shout outs on this show all the time because I that's where I shop for records. I was just there last week. I bought uh, the offspring smash. Good album. It is. I, I was uh, I was looking at it the la- like the first time I went in there and I'm like, man, I should buy this. And I ended up buying uh, an outcome. The wolves by rancid. Oh, I love that. It's one of my all time favorites. And then the next time I was in there, I, I spotted uh, nine inch nails, the downward spiral. And I'm like, yeah, th- this is instantly like being bought. And there's no question that this is what I'm going home with. I also ended up buying uh, Weird Al Yankovic's uh, debut album. Oh wow! 
Yeah. Uh, by uh, by the way, I got into uh, I got some shit oh, on Facebook God. for this. I said that even worse by Weird Al Yankovic is a better overall album than Bad by Michael Jackson, and people were angry about this. Yeah, Joe, Joe, Joe. We're we're not even talking like the same ballpark anymore between the two of them. Like this is like comparing Weird Al to the Beatles. And even if you don't like the Beatles, you know that the Beatles are better than Weird Al. I'm not saying Michael Jackson. I, He's the king of pop. I am not saying that that even the even that the songs over like my whole outlook because I listened to them back to back was like. I, I don't want to skip. You spend a lot of time sitting around listening to Michael Jackson because this is something that I was completely unaware of. No, this was uh, I I haven't. This was only the second time I've listened to this album since I bought it. Huh. Um, but I was listening and it's like okay, you know, like the singles from this album are really good, but then there's a lot of skippable crap. What? All right. Well, uh, what Weird Al album are you comparing here? Because I'm gonna, I gotta look. I'll look up the tracks. Even worse is the Even Weird worse. Al. Yeah. Okay. Is it is it is good for you that I I do have a a good knowledge of old Weird Al, as I was once an eight year old. Right. Let's see, what, <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see what we got here. Fat was really good. Songs just sick words long. Oh, it it has some good ones, but uh, there's a few tossable ones here. Sure, I could do without Velvet Elvis. <laughs> I kind of liked Velvet Elvis. I really didn't like <laughs> stuck in the closet with Vanna White. But uh, I wasn't a big fan of the Twister or Good Old Days either. It gets a little, starts to wane a little bit near the end, and then. And we're comparing that to Michael Jackson's Bad? Yes. All right, now I'm going to pull up that track list. I'm also pulling that up as we speak. Let me find it. It's down here somewhere. There it is. Okay, so you got Bad and The Way You Make Me Feel. You start off really strong, right? Okay. Okay, two great songs, great singles. Oh, come on, man. It has. A, it also has Man in the Mirror and... I think uh, Smooth Criminals is my favorite Michael Jackson Smooth Criminals, songs. Smooth Criminals, easily one of the best Michael Jackson songs. Man in the Mirror is okay. I won't give you. I, I won't take that away from you. Uh, just it's like, Stevie Wonder. Yeah, but so, some of these are just like, like there's so there's more skippable songs on this album than there are on even worse. That's, but the that's, but the non-skippable songs are so much better on Bad. <laughs> and I think it makes up the difference. I don't know. I don't, and the only reason I like Speed Demon is because of Moonwalker. I don't even remember Speed Demon. Well, Maybe if I heard it. Have you ever seen Moonwalker, the Michael Jackson movie? Oh, it's, it's wonderful. If, 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 if people are listening and they haven't seen this movie, it is so bizarre and wonderful. And isn't Dan, is it Danny DeVito's the bad guy? No, no, no. There's it's um... Joe Pesci. No, it's it's actually uh, Michael Jackson's like uh, manager or producer or whatever is the bad guy. Really? Yeah. No. Uh, Moonwalker. Let me pull it up. I'll tell you. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, that's the film. Who is in this film? Starring Michael Jackson, Sean Lennon, Kelly Parker, 
Brandon Quinton Adams, and oh yeah, you're right, Joe Pesci. Okay. Yeah. See, I was I haven't watched it in a while. I I bought it's, it. It's 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 so bizarre and over the top and uh, weird. It's it's really if you get a chance to watch it, just find it and and give it a spin. I think. And the music's actually the music is actually really good. Okay, Frankie Frank DeLeo is Michael Jackson's manager, and Joe Pesci's character is Frank Ledeo. <laughs> that that's where that's where I got confused. Okay, but Google's talking to me. Anyway, uh Speed Demon is one of the uh segments in Moonwalker. Okay. It, it's the one that is uh if you remember the uh uh claymation part of the movie. <laughs> that's, Barely. That's Speed Demon. So that I, so that's okay. why I like that song. And then just like you know, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to sit there and listen again and, uh, and not skip you, tracks. But <laughs> do, do you own Moonwalker? Because I kind of want to watch Moonwalker. Now. As a matter of fact, I own I own Moonwalker on Blu-ray. The reason I don't remember, uh, the reason I haven't seen it in a while is because when I bought it, a friend of mine was like, oh, you know, I, I really want to watch that with you. Can you wait for me? And then he's never been to my house since then. So... <laughs> Joe, we're going to watch Moonwalker at some point, and then we'll, we'll talk. We'll come back on the show and talk about it. It's a because, great uh, idea. We'll, we'll we'll break out the uh, we'll break out the projector. We'll sit there and uh, watch Moonwalker. Sounds like a yes. plan to me. I'm I'm okay with this. And then yeah. you get and of course, uh, Smooth Criminal is a segment from that movie. Yes, ah, oh, such a good song. And the, the he does that the cover come together. He does, which yeah. shouldn't work at all, but it's 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 actually really good. I kind of. Uh, I was making a disc of uh, Beatles cover songs for my mom for a gift, and I, I kind of stumbled onto it, and I forgot that he did it. It's a it's a good cover. So I'm I'm looking at the track list for Bad. Okay, and I'm also looking at at Moonwalker, and there's the song Leave Me Alone, right? Oh which, yeah, good song. Which I really I like that song, but it, it's telling me on Wikipedia that it is a song. From bad, but it's not on the track list for bad. I'm confused. I I don't understand because <laughs> I distinctly remember it being on the album. Apparently, it's a bonus track on CD and all releases after 2001, which doesn't make sense because I absolutely had that album in the 90s. When the album was released on CD, Leave Me Alone was included, is what it says. Oh, well, that makes sense. It was later released as a single. Later reissues include the song. Okay. So yeah, it's, that's it's another a, good song. Okay, it's a bon- maybe it's on my record. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, smooth criminal. All right, time to listen to Weird Al. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it, maybe bad is the better album because it makes me want to listen to Weird Al. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's so there's so many songs you can listen to that just make you want to listen to Weird Al. Oh, for I sure. I can't listen to uh, My Mind Set on You, certainly, ever again. <laughs> That's one where I, I, I definitely like the Weird Al version of that better. You know, uh, uh, what's the name? Don McLean? Is that the American Pie guy, right? Yeah, yeah. When, when he does, like, his kids used to sing along with the, uh, with the Saga Begins. <laughs> so when he goes to play American Pie... He sometimes gets confused and starts singing the Weird Al version. <laughs> that's fantastic. I would, I would love to. Is, is he still alive? I. That's a good question. Let's. Don McLean. 
uh, is an American singer-songwriter known for his 1971 hit song American Pie, and uh, apparently he's he's still active. Uh, he's 73 years old. He's been active since 1969. Uh-oh, Laura Moore's figuring out who my wife looks like. Yeah, I, I, I saw that thread uh, start over there on Twitter. Right. Hmm. Oh, no, I would, dude, I would, Don McLean needs to just, like, make a video of himself on YouTube singing the Weird Al version, and I think he would make a lot of money doing that, and I think that's a brilliant idea. Absolutely. You know, it's, you know you've gotten old when you hear songs that Weird Al's parodied recently, and you're like, man, this is a really unfunny parody of that Weird Al song. <laughs> Jeez, why'd everyone have to go make the song so serious? Yeah, right. I sat there, I, um... We, so Weird Al did, uh, on Alpocalypse, he did a parody of, uh, Iggy Azalea. He did a song called Handy that was based on her song Fancy. And I started playing that for my kid, because my kid liked Iggy Azalea at the time. And she was like, I was like, hey, you know, she's like, well... All he does is sing other people's songs, and he doesn't even sing them right. I was disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Weird Al's a boy. It's definitely more of a guy thing than a girl thing. It's not exclusively such, but uh, it seems like uh, dudes get the uh, the humor a bit more. <laughs> so but it's, was... uh, uh, Joe, there's still time. She's got a lot of growing up to do. She'll, Ab- she'll, find, her. she'll find her way. Somebody was like, oh, man, you're, you know, we know you're obsessed with Weird Al. I'm, uh, you're, you're more obsessed with Weird Al than anybody else on the planet. And I said, man, you know, I was sitting at this Weird Al show. Uh, when he did the uh, stripped down acoustic show, where he just, well, not acoustic, but like where, you know, it, they didn't have all the fancy theatrics and all that usual stuff they do or the parodies or, you know, he was doing all the deep cuts. And there's this guy standing right next to me because we ha- I had an aisle seat. This guy's standing right, right next to me talking to this other guy. And he's like, yeah, this is like my 70th show on the tour. And, <laughs> you know, my, my 500th overall Weird Al show. And I'm like, man. This is only my third Weird Al show. I really want to go yeah. see him this summer. He's playing at Art Park. He's got a, he's playing with an orchestra. Oh, that's fantastic! That's gonna be great. No, no, no. You you can. There's there's always someone who's into it more than you are. Just when you oh. think you're the biggest fan. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm I'm dying to know now who who your uh, who she's saying your wife looks like. Yes. Or more, it's, we only have 30 more minutes on this podcast. We do, which means it's also time for a song break. Ooh, which means who are we listening up, to, Joe? I pull up this other browser here. Uh, we're going to play Orias, who we were talking about uh, probably about a half an hour ago. Uh, and this is from their 2016 release called The Slender Threads of Fortune. And uh, let's see, we'll pick uh, this one here. It's called uh, Catatonia on all WNY. Think so, Joe Show.
right, that was Orias on old WNY Think So Joe's show. In the meantime, while the song was playing, I put up this week's poll. Uh, you can vote to win uh, tickets to the all WNY 13th anniversary show, March 23rd at Stamps. Uh, and our question this week, have you been to a local show yet this year? I, know I, you- I like it how it says one voter from the winning side. There is only one winning side for this, folks. <laughs> I, though I do think it'd be fun if you started awarding tickets to people who haven't been going to shows. I think that was the idea that was presented to me. It was, well, you know, if they vote no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, hey, no, whatever. I mean, and of course, you know, we'll probably allow them to trade in for cookies too. So, <laughs> and, you know, I had some of Karina's. Uh, Lucky Charms balls. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. They were... I bought every one she had. They were so good. Yeah. I've got a... Uh, I've got a whole desk covered in cookies right now. <laughs> she just mm. came home. She's like, here, take these, take these, take these. Like, all right. <laughs> I'm just... I'm holding... A, I have ribs waiting for me as soon as we're done here. Yeah, I'm gonna probably make dinner as soon as the show's over because I'm starting to get hungry. Lady Laura Moore was kidnapped before giving the answer. Apparently, that's... The uh, weird part is, is the kidnappers tried to torture her, and they just kept letting her listen to your podcast. Right. Zing. That's... I I, I told Scott, I'm like, man, you know, if, if Ryan says no, I might just, uh, you know, say, uh, you know, I might let Laura get her wish for the week and, and not do a show. Ooh. And Scott was like, no, you're not allowed. I'll do the show if... if I'll do the show if I have to. <laughs> so, so yes, you you weren't the first person I asked, but you would have been the last person I asked. Ah, oh, shucks. So you, you were on the list, the very exclusive I'll list. I'll take that. Yeah, there you go. I can't expect to be as, as high as Brian Muller. <laughs> well, you got to understand, Brian was the co-host here for like two years before he had to. And he left you, Joe. He left to go make he left money. You. He left to make money. I understand that. Who making money's overrated. Sure. Who does music to make money? He didn't leave to make music. He left to make money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two different things. Yes. <laughs> Completely agreed. If you're in music to not get criticized and to make money, <laughs> you're going to have a bad time. Ah. <laughs> uh. That's what you're learning on today's show is, uh, yeah, you don't want to be a musician. <laughs> oh, it looks like uh, as a part of their early access for the Coheed concert, they are doing an acoustic set as we speak. That oh. looks fantastic. Uh, I believe it looks like their lead singer is in his. Oh, no. I zoomed in. It looked like a bathrobe at first, but it's not that. Never mind. I will be I will be happy if the power stays on at Rapids tonight. Oh, I mean, yeah, I remember seeing a few posts about them losing power. So they lost power last Wednesday uh, for the Seven Dust show. And mm-hmm. power went on, I think, like right after we we went off the air last week. Uh, and they started letting people in and all the uh, opening acts had to cut their sets short, except for uh, Tremonti. And uh, then uh, Saturday, they had uh, in flames there. Or was it Sunday? It was Sunday. They had in flames there, and uh, we had uh, given tickets away to uh, the drummer from Wyatt Coin, uh, who drove all the way out here to go to that show, had to stop here on his way to pick up the tickets. Um, 
so I'm following along on Facebook. I'm on the Facebook <laughs> page for Rapids. I'm on the event page. And I'm just reading all the comments from people like, what's going on? When are they going to let us in? Do they not have power? The, there was somebody said that they had a generator, but it didn't work. Then somebody said they had a generator that was working, but they needed three to power a rock show. <laughs> and I think it was like nine o'clock before they started letting people get in. And uh, so on Twitter, the singer for All That Remains was like, oh, yeah, this is what's good. You know, he was kind of updating people. He's like, the show's going to go on. Uh, All Hail the Yeti is going to cut a couple of songs. We're going to cut a song, but everybody's going to play as scheduled. And I guess the show went on until after midnight. And they awesome. just, they gave the people their money's worth and, and their struggles worth because the, the struggle was definitely real for the I people bet. waiting to get into that show. Freezing cold temperatures, they're being told different things from different people and finally able to get into the show, like, hours. And, and Rapids posted, this was the kicker for me, was Rapids posted, doors are open. Power's on, <laughs> doors are open. And then the entire comment thread, 150-some-odd comments, like, if the door's open, why aren't we moving? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. You should probably do those things in the opposite order. Right. So they, they, and, and doors didn't open for like another hour after that. You know, oh, Rapids, is, Rapids is a fantastic venue to catch a concert at. It absolutely sure it is. is. But I, it seems like they uh, really mishandled that situation. And I'm glad that the bands, you know, decided, hey, you know what? We're just still, we're still going to play the whole show. You know, like we we don't care. We're just going to keep going because these people paid their money. Google Hangouts just randomly opened on my screen. I thought, ooh, Scott's messaging me to tell me to stop talking about Rapids. But no, it's uh, it just randomly opened for whatever reason. Google wants to hang out. Google wants to hang out. That's exactly uh, Hey, Google. It, it sucks because I was sitting here. I, I will... Uh, if the Sabres are on the same time that, that, uh, like WWE is on, I'll watch the Sabres on one screen and WWE on another screen. I'll sit in here and watch them. And like last night I was doing that and Google Hangouts just pops up right over the Sabres, Sabres game. <laughs> like, well, it's more entertaining that the Sabres are being right now. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't, I haven't watched a Sabres game in quite some time. It, uh, went downhill fast. There's only we can expect out of our Buffalo sports teams. I, uh, and I'm still over here looking at, uh, you know, how much can I get tickets for, for this Edmonton game coming up on Monday? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's a sad time to be a Buffalo sports fan, but it always is. Uh, I, I hear the bandits are doing well. Oh, no one cares about the bandits anymore. They're doing well. They're going to, they're, uh, you be like basketball is doing great. Actually. Yeah. I actually got offered some Bandits tickets for this past weekend, but I couldn't go because Karina was uh, selling cookies at the Crazy Town show, and uh, <laughs> I I had the kids, so I couldn't go. <laughs> uh, I suppose I could have dragged the kids to the Bandits game, but... Oh, uh, that, that, that Bandits games are made for kids. That whole um, atmosphere is just built around that. Yeah. That was something I noticed because it had been a while since I'd last been to a game, and I went a few years back, and it's like, like this is a little too energetic for me, I think. I haven't but, been uh, to. I it's, have. It's, it's a great place to take a kid. 
I have not been to a Bandits game, so I don't know. I've, I've, uh... Oh, you're missing out. They're fun. I've been up the street from the arena when the Bandits have won championships. That was fun. Oh, I bet. It was a crazy night. It was, uh, it was at the old Club Diablo. Oh, wow. I, I never actually went there. I, I, I've only heard stories. I played there a bunch of times, and, uh... I'm sure you did. Yeah, the one night we're... <laughs> One night we're playing there, I'm out front just hanging out, and there's all this all this shit going on. There's these two drunk, like really drunk dudes who were like moshing during our set. It's like, yeah, cool, go go you guys. And like they were really fucked up. And it was the night of I think somebody who worked at the Continental or ran the Continental or something like that. It was their wedding, and the old bouncer from the Continental shows up in a suit. Like in a tie, like a white suit. And these two guys are like just so drunk and rambunctious and they're trying to fight this dude. Now, this dude is like a big black dude, right? Like he's a scary guy. I should know because yeah. I was behind him at Public Enemy and he was like he was giving me dirty looks anytime I would get bumped into him. <laughs> you know, Like yeah. I'm trying not to hit you, man. I'm sorry. Oh, but anyway, isn't it fun? The guy, the people who go to concerts and refuse to want to be touched. Yeah, well, but that's a guy who you don't want to. You know, he's a guy that could get away with not wanting to be touched at a concert. Anyway, but these two kids are so fucking drunk. They're trying to fight him and shit in the middle of the street. And uh, at one point, there's a car driving. There's cars like driving down the street. Got bandits flags on the cars. They're beeping the horn, yelling out the car. Bandits, yeah, and yeah. The the bandits won the championship that night. Apparently, Laura <laughs> says the poll is nearly fifty fifty. Let's see, it's uh, four for yes, three for no. Get out, folks! See shows. There's literally there's stuff every week happening. That's just awesome. Almost like, every no night. Excuse. Almost every night. There's been Wednesdays yeah. where I've left after the show and gone to Mohawk place just to see what was going on. Absolutely. It, I, I was the only one there, but you know, <laughs> that's a fun story. I always tell when the scarecrow show are around. <laughs> oh, I love those guys. I'm hoping to book them. For, uh, they are playing my, my March 22nd show, which I'm really excited about. But uh, those guys, their energy they're like, there's a, only a few artists in the area that I think no matter who you put them in front of people are going to like them. Cause they're just awesome. And, Scarecrow show is one of them. They had a couple of guys when I had them a tutor come up to them after the show and they were like, oh man, you know, I've been playing around for like 10 years and you guys are one of the best bands I've ever seen. Oh yeah. Without question. They've got that energy, man. That's the, that is, they get the crowd into it. The, you know, Ben is all over the stage and Vince is all over the stage. John would probably be all over the stage if he wasn't confined behind the drum kit. I'm, I'm assuming sooner or later he's going to figure that out. Oh, I'm sure. He's going to get, like, a keytar-style, like, drum pad machine. Like, <laughs> he'll find a way. They are they are crazy, and when you get them on the show with the Dreadnecks, it's just... Oh, uh, I yeah. still haven't seen Dreadnecks live. I'm, I'm oh, excited man. to at some point. Oh, man, we got to get Dreadnecks back here soon. I I haven't booked them in a while. We'll make they're, that happen. I believe they're going on tour uh, starting next month or maybe the month after. I was trying to book them for some stuff at Milky's, and they are... They are unavailable. Made me very sad. I uh, I like the. I, I'm assuming the atmosphere they bring is pretty fucking awesome. Oh, for so. sure. They were I, uh, they were on that uh, Tudor show. You you left before they played. I left right before. Yeah, I yeah. had to take off. Right. You you know responsibilities. Yeah, understandable. Responsibilities. But yeah, no, that was uh, 
yeah. They, if, if they're on a show that I've booked, if I'm not messing up the place, they're messing up the place. <laughs> so yeah, I gotta, I gotta buy some balloons for this anniversary show. I think I'll, I'll match the colors again. I'll get black and blue, match the colors of the flyer. That's what we did for the yeah. uh, for uh, the uh, New Year's Eve show. Was we had black and gold, and then for uh, black and heart ball, we did ninety nine red balloons. <laughs> I love that. It was it was like we're gonna do red balloons anyway. And when we bought the balloons for the uh, uh, New Year's show, it was there's a hundred in each pack. So let's get a hundred pack of red balloons and only blow up ninety nine of them. And then we ended up having to buy a gross of red balloons because they didn't come in the 100 packs. They only came in 77 packs. So, is that, yeah, yeah, 77. So, oh, no, that wouldn't be right. 72. 72 pack. And so we bought, so Karina was already blowing up the balloons by the time I got there. And I'm like, how many have you done? She's like, I don't know. I haven't been counting. I'm like, have you gotten through the first pack yet? She's no. And I said, okay, good. So when we get through the first pack, then we'll just count from 72. There you go. <laughs> So we had 99 red balloons, and Tokyo Monsters took full advantage of it and played the riff from 99 red balloons. Oh, yeah, I have to. Yeah. I was hoping somebody would. Oh, uh, by the way, I did uh, see the Johnny Cage fatality, and it is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to play some Mortal Kombat. Uh, the kidnappers let Laura go after uh, hearing the show for two seconds. She also says that I was racist for uh, describing the old uh, bouncer from the Continental. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not All saying right, he's I, scary because he's black. I'm saying he was black and he's scary. <laughs> yeah. I don't he's see a, a problem. He's a guy I wouldn't want to mess with. That's what I'm saying. If I'm you, just, uh, Laura Moore, who does my wife look like? We have 12 minutes here. Yeah. But the, okay, if you're playing a song at the end, that means we got like eight minutes. Yeah, she's she's going to leave you hanging like Scott did. When you, oh. when you asked uh, who finished second place. <laughs> yeah. Oh, new person to add to my enemies list. Yep. That one keeps growing and growing and growing, huh? Yeah, it gets, it gets along pretty fast. Laura but says... It's good, it, it's good to have a list. Laura on Facebook says that local shows should be banned, and uh, Cameron tells me to tell Laura that she is racist against beards. Oh, that's completely true. It I is. believe that'd be beardist, if anything. Yes, right. Exactly. Thanks for listening, Cam. We appreciate it. Yeah, hi, Cam. Or if you're not listening and you're just following along on Twitter, we appreciate you anyway. Oh, cool. You know what? I just realized I, Cam just reminded me. I have an announcement. AllWNY is going to be doing an awesome um, punk show in All Day One in August. For some charity that we're not aware of yet that we haven't picked, but uh, with Warp Tour not being around, uh, I got Mohawk for the day from uh, noon to midnight. So we're going to be having bands all day. It is August 25th. It will be for some awesome charity, and um, uh, we're starting to book bands. So if you're interested, feel free to contact me. And um, yeah, I wanted to mention that before we got off the air. That's I haven't of... told anyone about that yet. So. Uh, Nicotine Jones de and uh, Cardboard Homestead are uh, confirmed, uh, I think, of Night Lights playing. Cam, you should let me know about that. Cam but, says uh, hi, by the yeah. way. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, he, he says hi. 
he's listening. He's uh, he's uh, commenting uh, through Facebook Messenger there. But uh, yeah, that, that's one of three all WNY shows in August, if I'm not mistaken. What else are we doing? Uh, we've got a couple of dates at Stamps. Uh, one is August 31st. That is uh, Yellow Sauce is going to be headlining that one, uh, possibly for an album release. Ooh. Are you uh, going to be on the album? Uh, possibly. Are you going to play a cop? I, I don't know what I'm playing yet. <laughs> uh, and as we've also got August the 3rd, uh, we which was originally booked for July uh, 20th, and then it was moved to the 19th, and then it was moved to August 3rd. Uh, that one, we've got Silence the Cynic uh, doing their first show. That's uh, Brian's solo project. Brian Muller's ah. solo project. Sure, is he... So is does he have a backing band or is it a, just a a one man uh, one man thing? No, he's got a band. Mm. Uh, he'll have a band, I guess. By that point, uh, we'll find out. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's coming up. So we got some good stuff coming up in August. We've got nothing in July now. But we got good stuff. We've in got Fridgeman Festival. What are you talking about? Well, you got that going. Yeah, <laughs> but we do not have. Well, I guess all WNY is sponsoring that, so I guess we do. I didn't even know I booked this July 20th show until they were like, hey, we got this offer for this uh, show, and they wanted to know if uh, you uh, would, would be willing to give up your uh, hold on July 20th. I'm like, I have a July 20th show? And I was reminded <laughs> later that the reason I had a July 20th show was because it is Billy Mays' birthday. Yes, Well, the, of course. The OxyClean guy. Uh, yeah, we, I, I know who yeah. Billy Mays is. We we did a show for Billy. We booked a show for Billy Mays' birthday that was supposed to be a yellow sauce show, and I had completely forgotten about it. So it's yeah, it's been bumped for uh, to two weeks later. Uh, funny story actually is, and I, and I don't know if I should approach anybody about this or not, but I was looking at the event calendar for stamps, and on the twentieth, uh, it says Suburban Legends. Right? And I got excited. I'm like, ooh, Suburban Legends. That that's a good show. That that is a good band for me to give up a show for. That's a that's a very that's a pretty popular, you know, ska band. Okay, I'm not familiar. So I click on the link. I'm like, oh man, you know, I got I got to find out more details so I can let Karina know. I click on the link and it's it's not the band Suburban Legends. It is a show called Suburban Legends with a bunch of hip hop artists. I don't. Know I, I, I don't know if I. But I. I don't know if I should say anything to anybody because it's like okay, but this this could be very misleading for people who like ska, like me, for example. So I'm like thinking like, how do I approach this? And I'm like, well, I should say you guys know that's a registered trademark, right? So I went. I'm like, you know what? I better make sure. And so I looked up the trademark for uh, for Suburban Legends. And mm -hmm. it's available to be, to be registered. Interesting. Scott Punk Band's been around since the late 90s. Haven't trademarked their name. And it's like, okay, so I don't have that angle. So I tweeted to Suburban Legends. <laughs> like, uh, do you guys know that uh, you haven't trademarked your name and somebody else is using it? <laughs> like... And I haven't heard back from them. So I don't know what the hell to do. I, mm -hmm. Just leave it, I guess. Whatever. It don't affect yeah. me at all other than, like... Ain't I nobody gotta, got time for that. 
other than like I got excited about a show that I wanted to go to and it's not even a show I want to go to. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that, that happened. I don't know. I'm half tempted to tell Greg because I'm sure Greg had something to do with booking it. But what are you going to do? You know. What are you going to do? They want to use a name that should have been trademarked but isn't. More power to them, I guess. It's like that time the guy bought uh, McDonald's.com because McDonald's didn't register it. And he was like, <laughs> guys, just, 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 you know, pay me back for what I paid for it and you can have it. <laughs> and they were like, no, no, we don't need that. And then, like, he sold it to Burger King or tried to sell it to Burger King <laughs> or something like that. That's a whole, that should be a thing you might guy. not know. That should be a thing you might not know whenever I get back to shooting those. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's, that's something I got to add to my list, I guess. I got to figure out a format that I want to do that in because I a lot of the comments were like, dude, the, Wait, the, you want to do a format? Well, I, see, are you feeling sick, Joe? But see, I get instant. I get feedback on YouTube. I don't get a lot of feedback here other than, hey, thanks for playing my band. You know, fair enough. So, so I, I've been getting all this feedback on one video in particular where one guy was like, Man, the, the content is really good, but your hands are driving me insane. And then a bunch of people jumped on and started commenting like, yeah, man, your, your hands are driving me nuts in this video. And also that thing you oh. do with your head. This is like, I don't, I, I'm trying to figure out how I want to shoot the next season of Things You Might Not Know. Where, so that way you don't have to deal with seeing my hands moving and what, because I talk with my hands, I guess. Clearly, I, just, just tie them behind your back. I guess. All right, we got uh, on the anniversary show coming up uh, March 23rd at Stamps. Uh, we've got Kennedy Carpool, who's great, great, great EP. Flintwater is uh, is available now everywhere you can stream music, including Napster, if you can believe that. Um, Hell yeah, OG. Yeah. And uh, we've got Tokyo Monsters, who are amazing. And we've got Iron Soul, their singer won Best Vocalist on the All-WNY Awards by one freaking vote. And we've got this band I'm about to play who just released this single a couple of days ago. Uh, they're called Poison the Prophet. They're uh, coming from, uh, I think, Rochester, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and uh, they're, it's going to be my first time seeing them. Karina's all about them. So I'm looking forward to seeing them. Uh, and this is the brand new single, Ryan, you can hang up when the, after I sign off, if you, if you'd like with pleasure <laughs> and, uh, this is uh, dead and gone from poison, the prophet on all WNY. I think so. Joe show. I'll see you next week. Bye guys. There's so much more that you don't see